This is Dr. Sweet. Here are some of my tips for success with change management. Whenever a company or an organization decides to do change or to bring change in, it definitely affects every member of the organization. Every member of the team is affected by any change. And large changes should not be done in a vacuum. They should be done when Everyone can be involved. The first tip I have is you absolutely must involve everyone that you can in the change. So that's the most essential tip for change management that I have. And it's also the simplest, right? Because if you use a top-down approach, that will eventually stir resentment. And what happens is that the top part of most organizations or teams can tend to be insulated and secretive about their changes. And these restructurings or layoffs or changes come as a surprise and often they can create havoc for the team and for the organization. So try to involve everyone and every part of the system in the change as the first step. And then the second step is that once we get people involved, they can't just be involved at the emotional or intellectual level. They have to be able to roll their sleeves up. You have to give them tasks that they contribute to and feel as if they're actually uh, doing an action that's contributing to the end goal. So the worst thing a team captain or a manager or a CEO can do, right, is to show the entire burden and to take it on themselves and just do it all by themselves. That does not inspire employees. It doesn't inspire people or the team to think that they're a part of it. So I remember the CEO of Virgin, Richard Branson, said that companies should inspire all their employees to think like entrepreneurs. And that's powerful because it gives each person, each employee, each team member a chance to share the workload, to be a part of what's going on, and to be encouraged that they can create make a change and be integral to the success and the future of the organization. So delegating effectively is a second tip. The third tip is to always address feelings. One of the things that I've seen with many organizations and why they fail is that they never look at the employee's emotional state and the employee's concerns or the team members' concerns and they don't take these feelings into account when rolling out changes. And I gotta tell you, bad feelings or negative feelings can lead insidiously to low morale, a feeling of despondency and despair, and literally can bring the wheels to any change to a grinding kind of halt. So companies that recognize this, what they do is they put in internal changes or internal mechanisms that help them understand what employees are feeling. So one thing you can do if you're a team member or a team leader or an organizational leader is to literally find a way to have confidential feedback. It could be online, it could be a place where people put in a suggestion box, somewhere where the team or the employees can anonymously contribute their thoughts their feelings and then that can be used as a guide to see what might be a roadblock as to why a change may or may not be happening so just to review we talked about involving everyone on the team we talked about being able to distribute and delegate effectively so that everyone feels involved and the third thing we just talked about is take a moment step back and ask yourself what is my team feeling what 
is the organization feeling right now? What is the emotional concern? The fourth is to be flexible, not so flexible that you don't get your goals done. You always want to be firm on goals, but flexible on the approach, right? Be firm on goals, but be flexible on the approach. That's the fourth tip. So you can remain firm in your goals as the leader and ensure that the changes are being properly implemented and fully completed. That's important because if you don't complete one part of a plan, your team or your employees may think, well, other parts of the plan may not be important either. And you can have an implication that one part is more important than the other. So always be firm about completing everything and getting everything done to the finish line, but be flexible in the approach. Be able to alter your strategy if necessary to get past a bump or an obstacle or a challenge in the road. So that would be the fourth and important point. And the last point would be optimism. Hope and optimism are tremendous energy boosters in times where we have change. So lead in particular have to remain enthusiastic. They must remain energetic and optimistic because if they don't, the employees might take on a doomsday approach or feeling of despair or helplessness. And that's certainly not going to help motivate anyone to move forward on change. So staying positive, finding the silver lining. And even if you can't figure out how to be positive about the change itself. It might be a change that's tough to take. We can always be positive about the people who have to accept the change or implement the change. It's always about being encouraging, positive, and supportive of employees who or team members who have to be a part of this change. So the hallmark I will say to you in conclusion for change management is to place value not on the numbers, not only on the numbers, but also on the people who are making those numbers happen. We must always take into account the knowledge of our team, the experience, the thoughts, the ideas, and the emotions of our team and our employees to make a smoother transition. This is Dr. Sweet. Remember to always involve your entire team, to delegate effectively, to address their feelings and emotions, to be firm and flexible on goals, but to also be able to take the process and make changes along the way. And lastly, to stay positive. Thanks so much.